With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the Internet. Today is March 24th, 2020. I got about five different segments for this episode and my daily coronavirus rant. Um, on yesterday's episode, I had the wrong date on it. It was supposed to be the uh, 23rd, but somehow I said 22nd. So um, if you listen to it, I I messed up. So I just anytime I mess up, I like to come back on the next episode and, you know, try to correct the mistake. But uh. I hope everybody that is listening is healthy and taking care of themselves. Uh, You know, this thing is spreading like wildfire. Again, I implore you to get on the Internet and do research on how to beat flu viruses. Um, That's all I'm going to say. The information is there. You just have to do the research. Um, Again, where I live... You know, no, I'm not going to say no issues, but I haven't experienced any, you know, hostility for supplies. Um, But, you know, things can change in a second. So um, always be polite, always be courteous, always take the uh, high road. um, And, you know, hopefully we can get through this thing um, very quickly. Um, I really don't like to play politics. You know, I don't really don't think this is a time for politics. Um, I think the, the package, the stimulus package that they're trying to pass to help America financially, I think all that money should be used for the necessary medical supplies that our, uh, nurses and doctors and medical professionals need. Um, you know, it, it's <clears throat> it's very, very commendable that these people don't have the necessary equipment to do what needs to be done. And they still walk into the face of certain, you know, infection to help a patient. I mean, there's, there's no other than dying. There's no greater sacrifice than that. I mean, you're going into a losing battle to help someone else. I mean, that's just the ultimate act of kindness. And it just shows you that when, you know, these medical professionals take an oath, they live by that oath. And I completely respect that and have nothing but um, love and admiration for that. Um, So that's why I say if if they're willing to do that, the, the least we can do is be kind and courtesy, kind and courteous to each other and you know don't expose yourself or anybody else to this 
uh, coronavirus. So that's all I got to say about that. Um, let's move on to the Florida State stuff. First segment is entitled, Can the Offensive Line Be Average? And I'm gonna say no. I don't I just don't feel like I think you've got a couple of bright spots. Um Henry, Lucas, and Washington, I think his name is. Uh, I could be totally wrong. The 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 rookie, the freshman from last year that played left tackle a little bit. I think those are your bright spots. Uh, Bavion Johnson, I'm not going to say anything negative. I just feel like there's more, there's better talent on the roster than him. Um, I just don't see it, man. I, I, and I hope I'm wrong. I, first of all, I just hope we can play a season. I just hope that football isn't canceled, uh, this year. And, uh, you know, the, uh. You know, the new offensive line coach, uh, is he better than the previous guy? I don't know. The previous guy was put pretty highly coveted and it pretty much universally universally recognized as one of the best offensive line coaches in the game. Um, his name escapes me at the moment. Randy Clements, um, he's universally recognized as one of the best, not the best, one of the best. And... Uh, you know, he got them to play at a different level, a higher level, but they were still mediocre. It's just some things coaching, um, you know, there's only so much you can do. It's, you got to have some talent, too. It has to be a combination of great coaching and great talent. And we don't have the great talent on the offensive line right now. So the title of the segment was not buying, oh, no, excuse me, uh, can the offensive line be average? I say no. I think they're going to be a below average offensive line. Can you win some games? Yes. But it's going to be predicated on getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands as soon as possible. Um, whoever that quarterback is going to be. You got to do some screens. You got to do some quick hitches. You got to do some slants. You got to get the ball out of his hands. One, two, three, throw. If you try to do a... a a play where Blackman, let's just say Blackman has to drop back and read the defense he's going to get. Uh, you know, it's just going to be like a, a tidal wave hitting him. So, um, let me know what you think about that segment, man. Can the offensive line be average? Next segment is entitled, Not Buying the Hype, Florida State. Um... You know, every year around this year, we start getting excited a little bit and we think that, you know, this team is going to take the next step in the last couple of years. They haven't done that. And I just say this year, I don't feel like they're going to take the uh, necessary step. I, everybody's saying eight and four, nine and three. I'm on the record. And I said eight and four, nine and three also. But I've I've changed my stance. I really, truly believe you're looking at six and six, seven and five. And uh, if he can come in and get these guys to just compete for four quarters and play disciplined, uh, penalty-free, smart football, 
that is that's that's your goal in year one. Just change the mindset in terms of the player to where he actually is doing those things that I just named. So, um, the coaching staff, I don't really know any of those guys. I know the previous guys. I, I don't know, you know, they may come in and coach them up and they win nine or ten games or they could be like Willie Taggart's staff. I mean, you know, the the, the media and the pundits, when, when Willie Taggart got hired, was, I mean, just fawning all over themselves. Oh, this guy is going to be like, you know, Calipari at Kentucky. And, you know, it's just going to, he, this guy was, he can recruit. He can recruit. This is what he does. And Willie Taggart got a couple of good players, but he wasn't, he wasn't like your boy at Georgia or Alabama. And I know they spend big money, but still. Um, so we'll have, we'll see what happens, man. But I'm not buying into the hype. I, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping for the best. I, I hope we win every game and win the national championship. But you just got to be realistic. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, not buying the hype, Florida State. Next segment is entitled, if Norvell wins eight or nine games, should he be ACC Coach of the Year? Uh, without a doubt. I think he should be up for National Coach of the Year if he comes in and wins eight or nine games. Because um, this, this isn't a very good football team. Let's be honest. You've got some good players on defense. You've got some very good players on defense that – for somehow, some way, wasn't getting coached up properly. Um, there's, there should never, ever, at Florida State, there should never, ever, ever be a guy running down the middle of the field wide open. And your response is to throw your hands up in the air. That does, that that's That's Alabama State stuff. That shouldn't happen at Florida State. No offense to Alabama State. Um, but that we should never be in that predicament. And uh, um, if he wins eight or nine games, I, like I said earlier, he's got these guys playing smart football, uh, disciplined football, penalty-free football. And uh, if you can do those couple of little things along with some other stuff, yeah, you can win eight or nine games, but you know the at the beginning of this episode, the offensive line. That's if your defense gets a three and out, and then your offense comes out there and goes three and out, and they keep doing that. Eventually, your defense is gonna break. So I don't care. You could have five Reggie Whites uh, on the or four Reggie Whites on the D line and. You know, four, three Ray Lewis's at linebacker and four Deion Sanders out there. If they are consistently on the field, the percentages say that the defense is eventually going to break. And so what does that mean? That means that the offense has to sustain drives. And with this offensive line, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. I hope they can. I really hope that they can. Um, so, um, 
yeah, if he wins eight or nine games, he should definitely be considered for ACC Coach of the Year and or National National Coach of the Year. So let me know what you think about that segment. Next segment, I'm going in the next two segments. I'm going in a different direction. Uh, I hope you like it. I watch wrestling and I'm trying to figure out why is Goldberg, why is Goldberg even wrestling? When you've got Dolph Ziegler, you've got John Morrison, you've got The Miz, you've got all this great talent. I'm a Dolph Ziegler diehard fan. I'm a John Morrison diehard fan. Um, I like the Usos. Okay. Um, why are these guys not being pushed? You bring back Goldberg. His the height of his career was twenty years ago. <laughs> I mean, twenty two years ago, nineteen ninety eight. That was the height of his career. These kids now that watch wrestling, they don't know who Goldberg is. Right, and you bring him out there, he looks like a he looks like a muscular old guy. That's what he looks like, and I'm pretty sure he he's got more wrestling talent that I in his pinky than I've ever had in my life. But still, just from a fan's perspective, come on, man, Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns should have been the main event at WrestleMania. That's the match that I wanted to see. I did not want to see Bray Wyatt versus John Cena. And Roman Reigns against Goldberg. Nobody wants to see that. People people really want to. This is the match. Dolph Ziegler against John Morrison. That is the match that we that, that I want to see. You got two of the most technically skilled wrestlers in the business right now on your roster. And you've got them like buddies. It's just not it's just it's not a good recipe, man. Anyway, tell me what you think about that segment, man. Last segment. Is the movie and or theater experience done? In lieu of the coronavirus outbreak, I'm saying yes. I, I just I, I just don't see it coming back. I just don't see how they're gonna come back. Um, especially the the, the theaters that have cloth seats. I'll never sit in a cloth seat again because those guys, those things are like germ catcher's mitts. They hold on to everything. Now, if you go to leather seats where I can wipe the stuff down and disinfect, then maybe. But I mean, we've all been in a theater and somebody has coughed or somebody has sneezed. It's a very, it's usually a very dry air. Sometimes cool i've never been like in a warm theater uh like i usually go when i go to the movies it's usually in the spring or the summer because that's when the big movies hit but i just don't see how it's gonna come back man i think i think you're gonna see movies going straight to these apps and that's how they and you're just gonna have to pay for them like that and and download them and stream them that's it I just I, I don't I don't see the the movie th- theaters coming back. I think people are going to be scared to go into restaurants. And uh, like I said, man, um, this Corona, this coronavirus is changing life as we know it. Um, so we'll have to see what happens with that.
um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, it's available on YouTube. It's available wherever podcasts are available. And be kind, be courteous, be safe, be mindful of your surroundings. Um, look out for one another. And as always, go nose.